Hi, welcome to Sammy Knows, the podcast about business ownership, motherhood and juggling everything in between. I hope that you enjoy listening and I'd love to hear some feedback on my episodes. Hi guys and welcome to episode 9. I can't believe it's episode 9, how fun. Um, today I'm going to cover a little bit on client journey. Now this should be a relatively short episode but we'll see how it goes. Um, I want to talk about client journey and why it's so important and reasons why some salons just don't have one. Um, so yeah, so let's talk a little bit about that. Um, so what is a client journey? A client journey is the journey that your client has from the moment they first see your business to walking through your door to leaving your premises, okay? So your client journey should be written down. So if you have never done this for your business, I want this to be your homework for this week, is to make a client journey, okay? Make what would be your ideal experience. So what you're trying to jot down here is you're going to have from the moment they enter in now... Client journey isn't just about the time the client spends in your salon. It's also about the message you give out about your salon. It's about your branding. It's about how your marketing makes your clients feel. Your branding and your marketing should reflect your client journey, okay? So your marketing should reflect exactly what they are going to experience when they enter your door. So it's going to be a little bit of a story, okay? So... For instance, I want you to think a little bit about your branding. What does your branding say? Does your branding say that your salon is super fancy, but they walk in and you're like, you need a tea, love? Um, (laughs) Then there's something a little bit wrong, okay? So if your branding is going to be super fancy, you want your client journey to be super fancy. If your branding is a little bit more laid back, then you want your salon to be a little bit more laid back. Now, there is no right or wrong salon journey but you want it to reflect the exact experience that you want your clients to have when on your premises okay so one of the main things like one of the main reasons that your client journey is so important is for consistency so say you have a team if you have a documented client journey then what's going to happen is everybody is going to do the same thing with your clients okay and this goes for all my procedures as well so my manicure procedure is written down and I get every therapist to perform the exact same manicure. So they're not coming in one week and getting a different manicure one person. Now, sometimes when we have new starts and we have people that think their way is better, this does deviate a little bit and I don't want you to take this as gospel, but I want it to be as gospel for your salon as it possibly can be, okay? I am aware that uh, staff don't always do exactly what's asked of them, but I'm also aware that most people don't even give staff a good guideline of what's expected of them and how are they meant to give you a good a good return on investment if you don't let them know exactly what's expected of them okay so really really important so for example my client journey is so every client so the the start of it is when they walk in the salon every client should be greeted with a smile now again it doesn't always happen but 99.9% of the time it does happen. Clients should be addressed as much as possible by their first name, not by, hey, uh, Mrs. Uh, Okay, yeah, take a seat. So 
I want my client to have a specific experience when they come in. So I want them to be created with a smile. I want them to be addressed properly if they can. Obviously, if it's someone new and you don't know and you're not behind the desk. So sometimes we don't have a receptionist on. So if somebody's sitting doing nails, I'll say, hiya, how are you today? Do you have an appointment? And they'll say yes and just say... And then the girls will say, well, do you want to go and have a, a seat on the on the sofa until your therapist's ready for you? She won't be too long. And off the client goes and pops down. So every client should be spoken to when they enter the salon. Really, really important, okay? And this sounds so basic, but okay, recently I've had people that have run away from clients because social skills, um, especially, I'm finding more and more with the younger generation, I don't know if it's because of phones, I actually do, I think it's because of social media and we're spending so much time on our, our phones that some people are getting really nervous and really anxious about social interaction, so um, I like to go through the client journey even during the interview process to make sure that people are comfortable with that because it's really important. Then um, I like for clients to be offered a tea or coffee um, if possible. Again, not always possible. The receptionist is off for a day, the girls are back to back, they don't have time, but as much as physically possible, I do expect clients to be offered a refreshment. Um, then the therapist should take the client over by their name, because by this, by this point they've checked in the book, like exactly who their client is and what their client's name is. They've double checked any online consultation forms that have been done. Um, then they do a verbal consultation. So it could be like, have you had your nails done before? Um, is it, What are we doing today? Is it just a gel polish or do you want some builder applied? Um, you've got a broken one. Would you like a nail extension put on that if there's time? Um, are you looking for any nail art today? You know, have you had any problems with your nails before? Are you on any medication at the moment? Do you have any allergies? So one thing I like checked before every treatment is medication and allergies because those two things tell you so much about a client and what treatments are and aren't suitable. And it's things like checking your clients had a patch test when they come through the door. Again, treatment shouldn't be done if the client doesn't have a valid patch test. And then we also have a policy on patch testing that when the team members patch test a client, the patch test must be recorded on the client's um, online file. This needs to be done because if a client was to sue us for an like an allergic reaction and we didn't have the information documented, our insurance wouldn't cover us. So um, it's really important to like cross all your T's and dot all your I's, okay? Um, I know this is really boring, but it's, it's really, really important, okay? Then I would say... Once you've got your client comfortable, you've hung up their jackets, so hanging up their jackets, another one, um, another part of the client journey. The client sits down, you do your consultation, you do your treatment. Now, one of the things I have in my client journey is to ask your client questions, okay? It's really important that the therapist, now again, this is something we've had, um, they just talk at the client, they just tell the client about their life and they're not really that interested in the client and really the client is all the appointment's about. It's not about the therapist. Um, it is about the client and making the client feel amazing. So the client should be asked a series of questions. If the client doesn't want to speak, that's fair enough. We're happy with that as well. But I think that the client should be given the opportunity. Um, things like, what are you getting your nails done for today? Have you got something nice coming on? Or is it just a little treat? Um, really important to interact with the client. Um, one thing I think I did actually cover this in an episode before that I've really found is that 
clients go to a therapist that they have a rapport with. So part of our job, they need to feel comfortable with you. They need to feel comfortable telling you that they're on medication, that they have allergies or they've had an issue recently that might affect their treatment. They really need to feel comfortable with that. So one thing that's really important with that is making sure that your therapists and your team are building a good rapport with the clients. Clients are 85% more likely to return to an appointment if they really like the therapist, okay? So that other 15% is the treatment, okay? 85% is what they, why they want to return. And I have seen girls who are really good at their job, but they can't come out of their shell and then they struggle to build up that client base, but they're amazing. And I have actually covered this before. It's coming to me now. Um, but we also have the other end where we have client girls that are still learning. Their treatments could definitely be a little bit better, but they are so bubbly and they have a nice personality and they are booked out back to back. And they get really good at their treatments quick because they're so busy. Um, so that's really, really good. Um, it's really important that you share it with your team, okay? And you ask your team what they would like, like if they were the client, what do they expect when they walk through the door? And you want them to reciprocate that for your customer base, okay? Your customers need consistency. Um, but I've, I've jumped ahead of myself. Back to your client journey. So the girls perform their treatment whilst talking to the client throughout, okay? Now, during the questions they ask, they should be finding out about that client, Things like um, if that client is due to go on holiday soon, you know, so say that they have a really dry skin, they're due to go on holiday soon, um, but you see that they've got, that they're going on holiday, so they may need an SPF. Ask them if they have an SPF or do you sell one in your salon? You know, every nail client should have a cuticle oil, every brow client should own a brow oil. You know, every lash client, um, not for lash extensions, but for lash lifting and tinting should own a lash serum. If you come for lash extensions, you should own a a lash shampoo for cleansing your lashes. So the big bit that comes for me at the end is the aftercare. So every single treatment comes with aftercare, no matter what service you do, whether it's hair, nails, beauty, aesthetics, it all comes with aftercare, okay? And you, it's, it's your job as a therapist to make sure that your client gets the whole treatment. It's like, for example... You've done a beautiful hair colour, you have spent hours on this client, you've given them a fresh cut and blow dry and then they go home and they wash with Pantene. Um, it's the same thing, okay? You you need to give your clients that aftercare and explain to them why they should be using the premium products that are professional, that have been prescribed for their hair. It's the same as when you go for anything. So treat your retail as a prescription, okay? And that's really, really important. I will touch more on retail sales and upselling later, but um, not in this episode. But I just want to let you all know that that's really, really important to to be able to do that, to, to give them the whole journey. And it's not selling. You are recommending and you're recommending to suit the customer's needs. So the customer has needs and you need to fulfill those needs. So the last thing you want to be doing is say they're in for £150 facial and then they're going home and they're using, I don't know, like stuff from home bargains that cost them a pound to cleanse their face. You know, they're just going to be undoing all the stuff that you've done. You should be letting them know what type of cleanser they should be using, asking them about their skincare routine. So make sure that you document all of this 
so that your team knows. So if you have a new start, you can literally say, this is our customer journey and this is what we expect. I need you to memorize this and go through it all and make sure that every customer is treated like this. Um, It's part of our salon model and it's really, really important to us. And I think it really gets, it, it really gives your salon brand message 100%. You know, I'm not saying every salon needs to be a five-star experience. Some people just like coming into a busy, chatty nail bar and just getting their nails done and rushing out the door. So your client journey might be might be less, but you should still be recommending things like cuticle oil. You should still be checking for allergies and medication and you should still be making sure they filled out a consultation form, okay? All of these things are essential and they're not done enough in salons. There's a lot of corners cut and it gives our industry a really bad name. So the client journey is important, really important, especially if you employ team members. If you have a self-employed team, the other thing that's really good to do is just to have a meeting and get everybody to put their input and just agree that everybody's going to work roughly the same way. And by that, I just mean that everybody's going to agree to greet every client with a smile. It doesn't mean that everybody's going to do their treatments the exact same way, but there's certain salon standards. And if you make that your salon standards, then you're going to have amazing consistency. The clients are going to know exactly what to expect from your salon and they'll know that each time they get the five-star treatment. Um, And like I say, it doesn't mean that the five-star treatment is the same for every salon. It could be a lot less for one salon than another, but really, really important. And I would go so far as to say that this works for every business, every type of business. If you're customer-facing, you should have a client journey. So whether you own a jeweler's, you know, whether you own a food shop of some kind, your client journey should be really, really consistent. So really important there, okay? Um, the customers know then that when they're coming to you, they're getting the same sort of thing. So client journey is really important. The other thing that I do with my client journey is I blow it up and into a big poster and stick it up in the staff room. So the, the team are looking at it all the time. So I stick it up with pictures. So like, Greet every client with a smile with a big cheesy picture of a face beside it. It just helps get the message in. You know, they might just be eating, um, sitting eating a sandwich, but you know what, like, it just, it, it goes from there. So um, I really think that it's important to consider what it would be like to be a customer in your own salon, whether it is a home salon, whether it is a five-star luxury spa, whether it is a little high street salon, it doesn't matter, a barber's, you know, an aesthetics practice, you should all have thought properly about what it's like to be a customer. Would you be happy with the treatment you received and the customer service if you were that paying client? And would you return? Um, I think that's really important, would you return, okay? Um, Checking things like... um, cleanliness that sort of thing is really important as well so it just gives you a chance to take a step back and look at your salon and look at your whole client journey and I think that it's a really reflective exercise to do so if you haven't done a client journey for your business please do one um the customer journey is so 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 important and it's something that I started properly thinking about and it made me change up a lot of things in my business because if I was a customer would I be happy with that? And there was a lot of things that I was like, well, no, I actually wouldn't be. So really, really important to consider your full customer journey. Um, but I'm actually going to leave it there today. Um, and I have managed to cut maybe five minutes short, than, shorter than usual. So um, I will catch up with you all on the next episode. And I'm really, really excited to um, tell you all about that. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed the topics today. 
If you'd like to contact me directly or you would like any help individually with your own business, please email me at hello at sammymcdonald.com. That's hello at sammymcdonald.com. Sammy spelt with a Y and McDonald is M-A-C. I look forward to hearing from you and thanks for listening.